Ahoy there, matey. Welcome aboard the world of boating. Please stand clear of the doors. Por favor, manténganse alejado de las puertas. The radio show devoted exclusively to the boating lifestyle. You're going to need a bigger boat. Brought to you by worldofboating.com, your internet portal for the boating enthusiast. I was just looking in to buy the boat of my own. Call World of Boating toll-free now at 1-888-28-BOAT. That's 1-888-828-BOAT. And welcome to the world of boating. Greg, your first mate, and Captain Patrick rounding out the crew today as we navigate the latest boating news and information for this Memorial Day weekend. Hopefully you're making the uh, the most of it. Um, you know, a lot of people heading out for an extended weekend. I just got back from a vacation again of diving around the island of Saba. I lived on a boat for an entire week, Patrick. So my boating cred just went up. At least a level or two, didn't it? Nah, whatever. Okay. Well, thank you for your support. I'm not uh, captain status yet, but you know I've graduated up to uh, instead of cleaning the head. Now you, you're you are now a officially a passenger. No, you are, you well, are a I'm passenger more, level. No, it's more like cruise director. You, so you're Julie. Um, I didn't use that name. <laughs> you are Lauren. You are the Lauren Twos of uh, boating. I am the who. That's who played Julie. Oh, well, see, I didn't pay attention to that. But I am kind of like the the person on on the boat to kind of make sure everybody's having a good time. Gopher. No, no, that would be the Isaac. Are you Isaac? Uh, I, you know, I played. I, I, I probably crossed over several roles. Now that you mention it, <laughs> whatever I could do to add to the enjoyment of living on a boat and dive. Well, I oh, did, you mean I your enjoyment, not the enjoyment of others? No, they 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 enjoyed it too. Yeah, when you left. Uh, well, at least when I retired to my cabin <laughs> yeah. and gave him a break for an hour or so while I took a nap. Uh-huh. Yeah, but uh, it was a good time, and uh, I highly recommend it. So, was that like your birthday present? It was dive yeah. deal. Yeah, we did a little thing that uh, you know for our scuba show, scuba radio, where I proved to the world that I could indeed dive. At 55, and I had the song and the whole thing. And, and what was great is when I was on the boat and I was talking to some younger kids, and I said, you know that song by Sammy Hagar, I Can't Drive at 55? I did one, I Can Dive at 55. And they looked at me like, no. So I felt old, but look, I also got a discount on the early bird buffet now. So I'm not complaining. Now, I like the one you did after your heart surgery where you took Huey Lewis's uh, I want a new drug, and mm-hmm. yeah, I want a new heart. Okay. All right. There was that. I had blocked that out. Thanks for bringing up no, that. That was a good one. A bad memory. Anyway, yeah. uh, it is Memorial Day weekend, and there's a lot of things going on, whether you're a boater or not. Even if you're not a boater, this is a perfect time to just head out to the waterway, go to a local lake even, and just hang out by the... Uh, you know, by the boat ramp. By the boat ramp. Pull yeah. up a lawn chair and watch the, the festivities. Show. Yeah. yeah. The uh, the the news team one and two they they had posted a uh, a clip from one of my my favorite shows, which is Family Guy, Uh-oh. and it's uh Peter backs a boat down the ramp like a pro. That's on the uh, World of Boating Facebook page. And yeah. Worldofboating.com. It, it looks like the animators have been watching or listening uh, to our show over yeah, the last it, few years. It is, and I'm the guy that gets out of the car. And says, would you like some help 
Right. Because I do this all the time. And sometimes that help is gladly accepted. And other times, kind of like what Peter does, which yeah. is I get cursed at and get told to get back in my car. Right. I'm like the one of the other guys watching the show <laughs> and making uh, play-by-play comments. And uh, the, the guys they had doing that, one of them would go giggity or something, I think, wasn't he? Yeah, that's Quagmire. Yeah. It, was, it wasn't him. I'm just saying. Yeah, but I, I was like him. You know, it, it, the sad thing is that is that boat ramps are... Um, hours of entertainment. Hours of, of free entertainment. Yeah. And they really shouldn't be. Um, they really, really shouldn't be. Because mm-hmm. we joke about it. But what happens is there are knowledgeable boaters and knowledgeable boaters that are very adept at trailering their boat and launching their boat. And they exercise a great deal of courtesy, which is they make sure that the boat is loaded. Um, They've gone through and probably fired the engine up uh, at the house or or wherever it was that they were picking their boat up from, you know, Mm -hmm. put the hose on it, done, did their fluid checks, made sure that their battery is charged. You know, they've done all the stuff that you should do and they don't get to the ramp and then start to unload their car and pack the boat yeah. and then back down the ramp and find out that the battery's dead or that the engine won't start or you know they're out of fuel or they forget how to do the backing thing or with the boat. or and, and I was getting to that yeah because courtesy aside if you are new to boating and trailering the best advice that i can give you and i i've i've trained i I can't even count how many people on not just boating and boating safely but also on trailering and ramp etiquette and how to properly launch and retrieve and i remember years ago i did a video i know I, i showed it to you and bill where um i launched a 46 foot yacht off a hostar hydraulic water launch trailer you know that i had pulled with a semi i set the camera up and by myself, I showed I mean, how easy it is, even a boat that big, mm. when you've got all of your stuff set out and you've got a process. Yeah. So if you're new to trailering um, and you're not very adept or you, you feel that you're not very good at backing down, take some time. Usually the middle of the week is a great time to go to a boat ramp and... Um, and practice. Right. Well, that time when you videotaped yourself, you didn't use like Facebook Live like we're, we're doing right now. Oh, no, because if I had messed up, I would exactly. never leave it down. So, no, but, the, the, but let me tell you something. Yeah. When I'm launching a three-quarter of a million dollar yacht, mm-hmm. you don't mess up. Okay, let me. I want to make that perfectly clear. Well, you, and if you, you, but if you do, you don't. Your views go through the roof. Yes, but you, you do not, you don't work in the business as long as I have since I was 18, so yeah. a little over 32 years. Mm-hmm. If you are you know, losing a trailer or backing the truck completely into the water or failing to set the brake, uh, things of that nature. So what happens at the ramps, by and large, is we get very self-conscious because there's a bunch of people. It's a heavy holiday weekend, and everybody wants to get in the water. And you, instead of sticking to your script you know, what you know you should do and mm-hmm. your process, 
you get all discombobulated and you wind up skipping things like forgetting to put the car into park right. or set the emergency brake. Don't look at me. I Don't look at me while I do this. I can't tell you. Every, before I get out, set the emergency brake. It takes you all of a second to set the emergency brake. And that way you know. I mean, heaven forbid something unforeseen happens. I did everything I possibly could, even set the emergency brake, mm-hmm. you know. Um, but we tend to panic, you know, because we got all these cars waiting and people are, you know, thumping on the side of their car and they're making, you know, uh, knife across throat gestures. Well, and, it's you performance know, anxiety. Yes. Yes. So and that's that's when the bad things happen. Right. Worse is at the end of the day. Because if you were going to go, time to go is right about 5 o'clock. Because now people are coming in. Everybody's hot, burnt. Um, hopefully they haven't been drinking. But if they have been, they're a little inebriated. Um, there's probably been some fights <laughs> uh, between family members or you know on the boats. So you wind up that the boat comes in. And again, now everybody's trying to get out of the water. Because everybody wants to get home before it gets dark. Yeah. And it's it's a madhouse, and it, the show is just that much greater. Well, yeah, but it shouldn't be. Well, it that, shouldn't that's, be. But that's the thing. It's just reality. And, and you if know? you if you have a checklist, a mental checklist, or you have a real checklist, it's it's just checking things off as you go through and make sure and give everybody on the boat something to do. By and large, your passengers are going to want to help. Okay, I would tell people do not move, especially if we're coming in the dock. Don't move until I tell you to, because it'll be right at that moment where, especially if you're in a smaller boat that's very prone to a shift in weight, you're, you've the best docking approach ever. You know, like it's a, it's a, it's a, an Olympic ten across the board. Yes, and even right, the Russian judge gave you a nine point five. And right at that moment, somebody's going to get up to because they think that you're going to hit the dock or something, and it throws the the the, the weight in the boat off. And now you're all kind of crossed up and you do wind up. So you just, you have to be clear with your passengers. Stay seated. You know, uh, Greg, I want you to handle the aft line. Bill, I want you to take the bow line. Um, you know, boat show girl, I want you to take the, uh, the fenders and put those in. And when I come and we're stopped, tie off to that cleat, tie off to that cleat. I'm going to go get the truck. I'm going to back down the ramp. Then I want you to walk the boat up. I'm going to, once I set the, tr- the the trailer in the water, I'm going to walk back. I'm going to run out the strap, hook it to the bow eye, winch us out. We all load in and we go. There you go. It's like he's uh, conducting a symphony. Did you like Sym- that? Yes. That's Italian, man. Yeah. yeah. If you don't do that, you'll be end up being that guy. You don't want to be that guy. You're listening to the World of Boating Radio Network. Imagine traveling twice as fast as you can drive. Imagine taking friends and family snorkeling, surfing, skiing, shopping, and more to exotic destinations. Imagine attending business meetings in cities far away and still making it home at night. Or just imagine exploring the wild blue yonder. Quit dreaming about it and get to it. There has never been a better time to become a private pilot. And flight training professionals in Orlando will show you how. Flight Training Professionals in Orlando is your full-service flight school. 
a state-of-the-art flight simulator, a fleet of the latest Cessna aircraft, and a staff of full-time seasoned flight instructors are just a few of the many reasons flight training professionals in Orlando is the place to start your aviation adventure. Call 407-896-0077. That's 407-896-0077. Or go to ftpros.com. That's ftpros.com. Be an explorer in the other two-thirds of your world. Be the buddy who takes the kids in the aquarium instead of just to it. Be adventurous. Be amazed. Be a diver. Even Keatley wasn't ready for me or anything that followed. Chased by a police department, led by his ex-girlfriend, and hunted by brain-fork-wielding Fijian assassins, it's everything he can do to keep from getting locked up, killed, or worse. Kava Screw is available as an ebook for $2.99 at Amazon.com. Kava Screw. Put a brain fork in him. He's done. successfully navigated the sea of commerce and now are clear to cruise with the world of boating i do like the one the radio show devoted exclusively to the boating lifestyle the sun the sea air good friends brought to you by worldofboating.com your internet portal for the boating enthusiast we walk up to this huge yacht nick's standing there all sexy it is ahoy ahoy <laughs> check this place out I've been on a boat bigger than this. We go boating a lot in Florida. I'm a boater. I'm experienced. And I look great on a yacht. Hey, boy, where the boat's at? Look at what you did. You made my heart go like a motor. And I'd like to take you out. Maybe give me a shout sometime. You're gonna love them. You're gonna love them down the hatch. Okay, so I'm a little older. Maybe that just means that I can be a little bolder. So I think that you and I should give things a This is the World of Boating. Greg, your first mate, Captain Patrick. We are your crew navigating the latest boating news and information on this Memorial Day weekend. Uh, by the way, the uh, the sea monkeys are still alive. It's amazing in that toxic cesspool that that has become. No, they're very happy. They they kind of like a milky substance in their uh, their water. Just stop. Just stop. Just stop. No, let's no, just, really. Just, sea monkeys, you know, like uh, cloudier water. But the sea, you can see them plain as day. And uh, I was worried because I was gone for an entire week. And you missed uh, National Sea Monkey Day. I, I did miss it. I texted you. I write, and I got the text and realized I had forgot to feed them before I left. I'm like, oh, no. Did they turn cannibal? Uh, not that I can tell. I didn't really count how many, uh, you know, there were when I left, but there seems to be about the same number from what I remember. Uh, it's just disgusting. There's still a few. It's just no, they're, I mean, you know, they're here in the studio. You can check them out on Facebook Live and follow their progress. But yes, they're, the, they're the, getting bigger. They are yeah. getting bigger. Yeah, because of the gamma rays from all the radio equipment 
in oh, here. Look, you can plainly see them. They're turning into little mini mermen mm. and women. Hey, um, cool. want to get a little serious here. Not that we don't get serious, but um, about a week or so ago, um, we, the world of boating, uh, as we do, we, we post on the World of Boating Facebook page and at worldofboating.com right. uh, stories regarding boating, the boating lifestyle, boat manufacturing, um, a wide range, okay? Because mm-hmm. there's a lot to cover when it comes to the world of, of boating. boating. Yeah. Okay. So one of the stories that got posted, which really generated the most feedback, and I will say it was probably all negative, um, was titled, How the Boating Industry is Getting Slammed by Trump's Trade War. Mm. Now, this was posted on CNBC. Yeah. And I don't think, because again, a lot of people, not saying necessarily the people that responded to the story, but I know when it comes to the, the, the internet, and especially Facebook, we see the story header and we react to that and we don't actually read the article. And the article was actually written by Tom Damrick. Okay, the president of the NMMA. Okay. Okay. So, uh, the recreational boating industry supports 650,000 employees and uh, and nearly 35,000 businesses mm-hmm. nationwide. So, uh, uh, Mr. Damrick uh, wrote this article, and does he have an agenda? Certainly. <laughs> Certainly he does. Um, the numbers I just mentioned, yeah. I mean, that, that's, that's his agenda. Um, however, and the reason why I brought this up is the responses we got, everything from fake news. Well, almost, um, your boating industry sticks it to the consumer while they enjoy huge quarterly gains, money that barely reaches all those employees you mentioned. I am okay. And the I am okay with the temporary setback. Okay. I work for a privately held family-owned boat and yacht manufacturer right we are not owned by a huge corporation and the huge quarterly gains of which yes it's been a very good year they've been a very good couple of years those do get back to the employees at least the manufacturer that i work for yeah i can't speak for others well eventually but yeah i i will speak to that mm-hmm. um and bear in mind, each one of these people that uh, expressed displeasure with the article that, that we had posted were invited to take part in the show, to, to share their opinion, and perhaps, you know, uh, have a discussion as to, you know, their views and, and why, they, why they feel that way. Um, this next one re- refers to it as a propaganda story. Okay. Again, does Mr. Damrick uh, have a... Uh, agenda? Yes, he does. I don't know that I would call it propaganda. Uh, his and if anybody who's listened to this show for probably the last eight nine years knows my feelings about Mister Damrick. Okay, super nice uh, guy. Su- your words. Your he words. Is. He is a good guy. Uh, he's a good guy. But I have I take issue with a lot of the numbers that he reports, especially when it comes to boat shows and things like that. Nah. But again, I don't 
consider this to be a propaganda piece. No. He, you know, He's just stating his opinion. Uh, the industry's this big. Uh, this trade thing could affect our industry in a negative way. And he's just pointing that out, right? That you don't want to put the brakes on, on the gains that we've achieved over the last year or two. Isn't that kind of it in a nutshell? Yeah. All right. And then uh, another reply was, um, please keep politics out of your posts. There are enough of them out there already. And, you know, uh, some that, uh, you know, if you uh, uh, want to lose listeners, you know, this is just keep this up. If you want to start a political argument, keep posting, you know, propaganda pieces. Listen, again, invited to take part in a show. That's why we do this show. Mm-hmm. Okay. And it is to start a discussion. Okay, that's it's talk radio. We don't play music except for that horrible rejoin stuff that you do. So, especially the Buffett, which yes, know, especially the Buffett, which uh, you know, obviously Captain uh, Patrick just loves. Yes, but but you know, it, it's opinion, and that's fine. And you know, he's stating the case of the potential downside. You, know, you, you could read that into like, hey, you're you know, are you bashing Trump's policies, and and uh, who cares? Yeah, well, you know? the, the last one was, uh, just be careful posting political-related items. You can lose fans quickly. Ask any, ask any, ask Amy Schumer. Okay, listen, we're, we're not, we, these stories don't get posted to incense people. Whatever your political leanings, it was posted because th- the policies that are being brought forth by this administration which are being done via tweet and not being entirely fleshed out and aren't being negotiated. It just be it throws the industry into a tailspin. And I know this firsthand from my position where I work. Well, All, it's, it's uncertainty and not, not yeah. enough time has went by. So right. here you're throwing up red flags like, hey, uh, this could happen if, if this continues on. This could create big problems. That's all Tom's bringing out. So. I mean, it's easy to jump on either side of the bandwagon, and dialogue is good. But I think we got to wait and see what goes on and not jump to conclusions. I would agree. All right, so we'll leave it at that. Fair? Fair. More coming up. You're listening to the World of Boating Radio Network. is the world of boating greg your first mate captain patrick on this memorial day weekend all right so you know i understand people can get uh you know, their pa- panties in a bunch about all this <laughs> political stuff but uh you know we're trying to be politically correct here yes and not talk about it. right yeah much so you know we, let's just leave that alone yeah no it, it's enough yeah it, it, and it wasn't bought up to again take one side or another right it just an open dialogue it is really when it comes to uh, trade and treaties, my only displeasure, if you will, is the fact that it's done by tweet instead of being fully flushed out and uh, left to the negotiations between countries. But when you do it in such, in that manner that this administration does, that's where the uncertainty gets set in. And all of a sudden, not only do... Um, suppliers 
start to question, but manufacturers start to question. And then, of course, you've got um, potential buyers that may wind up holding off. Well, may that, that, or may not. That's why uh, my, I said may. I, that's why I said may. And, and my my uh, thing is, is like, we'll have to wait and see. Right. You know, whether you're a fan of that approach or not, time will be, uh, you know, will tell us uh, the results and we, we will see. Well, is it making a big problem or difference at the moment? It's too early to tell. I think we won't really know the, the fallout for another, you know, six months to a year. To, to whether it really starts to affect the industry in a negative way. Well, no, because if the you see, I don't want to go down this path, but I'm just going to throw. We don't out, know. I'm just going to throw out the aluminum tariff. If the aluminum tariff, because again, he this administration is flip flopping on are they, aren't they, are they, aren't they? Right. If they do, the effect is immediate when it comes to boats that are built out of aluminum or use aluminum during their construction. Whether that's with the hull, with the deck, with aluminum hard tops. Radar arches. Right. But once again, we don't know how long it will last. Transom plates, outdrive casings, outboard engines, all can have a trickle-down effect into that. It could, yeah. Since we're in a a fighting mood, when we come back, Cobalt files contempt motion against Brunswick in the Sea Ray case. Cage match or coleslaw wrestling. No, will that help? Chicken fight. You're listening to the World of Boating Radio Network. The cruel winds of change and radioactivity have pushed us to sea. And unlike Don, who took a while to start sucking, this group has sucked from the very start. Five, four, three, two, one. Counting boats is fun. Big, tall, small ones, fast and slow ones, silhouettes in the sun. The water looks so blue. The waves come crashing through. Five, four, three, two, one. This is the World of Boating. Greg, your first mate, Captain Patrick. And by the way, you heard a little clip right before that fun little ditty that uh, is like an earworm. Um, uh, was Last Man on Earth. I heard it. They're canceling that show. Have Thank you watched that? God. That is a great show. It is horrible. <laughs> I actually, last week, I, I was on this boat all week uh, traveling with a guy who looked just like uh, was it Bill Hader? Is that his name? Or which are Will Forte uh-huh. from Last Man? He looked just like him. I was like, "Wow, this is like I'm in the TV show." And then I come home and find out they they're canceling it. Show was annoying. It had some really great boat references, mm. and it basically made me realize that if I become the last man on Earth, one of my best resources will be to go live on a, a yacht that I could never afford. You know, I mean, because you'd have a, a, the pick of all of them, and it'd be one of the best places to live because you'd be all self-contained. Well, Cobalt may have their choice uh, yeah. coming up soon. Uh, we've talked a little bit about this case in the past, and this goes all the way back to 2010 when Cobalt uh, came out with what's commonly known in the industry as a swim step. So it is a, uh, a, a step that gets deployed that can help you uh, with boarding 
or uh, exiting the boat into the water. A boat ladder. Yeah, except it's not a ladder that unfolds. It's one that deploys electrically yeah. or hydraulically, okay. depending on the system that you're using. Right. Okay. So, Sea Ray pretty much copied it, and Cobalt took him to court and won a judgment. Mm-hmm. Now, the manufacturer I work for, we did a similar one, but to make sure that we were uh, legit, legit, we actually went to Cobalt and said, this is the system we are doing, by the way, kudos for creating this niche you know this accessory which most people before that never really needed right uh, but this is the system that we've designed are you going to have a problem with this and they said absolutely not it does not infringe on their- on, on our patent right doesn't look anything like ours you know go to it mm-hmm. so um cobalt believes c ray continues to infringe on their patent um so they are uh, went after them because they think they feel that they're violating an injunction. Uh, my thing is, Sea Ray's pretty much done anyway, so good luck with that. <laughs> I mean, maybe that'll make, uh, I don't know if that's going to make Sea Ray more desirable to a potential buyer, knowing that they've got this uh, patent infringement finding um, hanging over their head. And now they're being sued again for violation of that patent infringement. Yeah. Well, you don't think it'll keep uh, Sea Ray boat sales down, make them any worse? Is that what you're saying? I, I no, I Sea Ray, saying? Ray is up for sale, not Sea Rays, but Sea yeah. Ray, the manufacturer, the company, right, is being sold by Brunswick. Okay, so Brunswick is pretty much doing one of these, yeah, you know, brushing We're their hands, and um, you know, you guys are on your own, and whoever takes over this company or buys it can deal with this, can deal issue. with this, right? Uh, more power to you, yeah. Um, well, what is uh, what does Cobalt want them to do? Just stop doing it, period. Yeah, or pay us mm-hmm. <laughs> a royalty know, or something. Pay, pay us yeah. money. Yeah. Um, you know, if you're going to keep going in this this uh, this avenue, uh, more industry news. Uh, some big. This is model changeover. Um, you know, within the industry coming up mid year. So Mercury has introduced um, some new engines, and what they've got. Um, is they've got the 4.6-liter V8 uh, AMS Verado and a 4.6-liter CMS four-stroke. That'll be in 250-horsepower and 300-horsepower offerings. Hmm. Um, the 4.6-liter V8 CMS and Pro XS come in 200, 225, 250, and 300-horsepower uh, versions. They've got some commercial applications available as well. Um, by the way, the AMS and CMS designations uh, AMS is advanced midsection, and CMS is conventional midsection. Conventional midsection models are aimed at tournament anglers and performance-minded consumers. Mm-hmm. So top speed and acceleration is key. Advanced midsection are targeted for more uh, luxury-minded boaters who want uh, uh, the noise and vibration lessened. Mm-hmm. So if you're not worried about noise and vibration, you go with the... Uh, the uh, AMS, you know, there's speed and acceleration, baby. You know, you go all out. But, well, you um, still get the speed and acceleration, but you you want that without the noise, right? Yeah, I'm I'm like that. I don't really need to hear uh, the big engine going. That's I, how you know it's working. Now, well, you can still what, hear it. What you'll but notice, you like to be able to talk to your you know fellow passengers a little bit. I hate it when if, they're so loud you can't talk over them. If you look at the casing there yeah. again, they're they're starting to copy what uh, 
Johnson and Evan Root were doing, mm-hmm. what uh, Seven they kinda, Marine. They kind of look like little uh, spaceship pods was, on was the doing. back of your vessel. Now, on top of that, get ready for this. And I'll, I'll, I'll as soon as this uh, pulls up, I'll show you this picture. Mm-hmm. Uh, if that picture is actually in here. Uh, Y'all not, ready so. for this? Dun, dun, yeah. dun, dun, but dun, 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 Yamaha. Oh, yeah has unveiled a 425-horsepower XTO offshore model um, at their test facility in Bridgeport, Alabama. So it is a 5.6-liter V8 four-stroke, non-hydraulic integrated electrical steering system, and an alternator that produces 72 amps at 1,500 RPM. Uh, That is a huge engine. Mm with the industry talking about manufacturing again going more outboard in boats that you would have traditionally thought nobody's going to put an outboard on the back of this 42 foot yacht um, or this uh, 48 foot yacht not talking about center consoles you know not talking about bow riders talking about boats that would have traditionally been v drive or ips mm-hmm where you're going to wind up seeing triples or quads on the back of these boats. Because, again, for a boat like that that is designed to stay in the water, most often you would find it in a marina, you know, moored in a slip. Some people, fortunate enough, they have a boat lift. They can lift it up out of the water or their marina offers that service, what have you. But by and large, large percentage are going to stay in the water. The outboard engines, you can, of course, trim completely up out of the water so you don't have the corrosion or the maintenance that goes with uh, something that's going to stay immersed in salt water. Well, I will tell you, you know, I was in St. Kitts. So tell us again. Tell us again how you were in the islands, Greg. I was in St. Kitts at the end of the trip, and we were hanging around the marina, and it was interesting. A lot of the fishing vessels in the marina were way overpowered with outboards. Yeah, you think? I mean, like, well, but these were like old island fishing boats, uh, and they'd have like you know two three fifties on the back of this, like you know twenty foot skiff kind of boat. You okay, know, it was like but way way now, overpowered. Are these charter boats? No, these are fishing vessels. Okay, well, whether charter or business vessels, time is money. So well, true. The sooner we can get out to where we need to be to start making money, yeah. You know, but so can they be? Is there a point where uh, they're being overpowered? Oh yeah, I mean, you can exceed the rating for the transom and rip the transom out of well, the boat. Okay, assuming the transom transom can, uh, 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 you know, handle the. Oh, weight. you could have so much power. You could, depending on the length of the boat. Mm-hmm. Um, certainly, I mean, triple say three fifties on a uh, thirty-five foot, forty-foot center console isn't going to have this issue. But you could hang so much weight over the on the back of the boat that. When you go to take off and the boat goes to get up on plane, you flip the thing over. Aha. So it's for popping wheelies. No. In a way. No. I mean, you could. I mean, is my point. And they could be doing a little like, you know. Yeah, but again, what all you do at that point is undo stress on the transom. Well, that's true, too. You know, yeah. so you really don't want to do that. But there are, when a boat is going into uh, production... There are calculations that are done by the naval architects, yeah, by the designers, right. um, for transom strength, what the maximum horsepower is. I'm guessing the fishermen in the marina at St. Kitts aren't really looking at any, uh, you know, owner's manuals or, you know, things like that. They're just like, let's put it on there. If it doesn't sink, we're going with it, boys. Again, 
the and so- then they compare engines. The sooner we can, the sooner we can get out to where we are, and the sooner we can get back from where we were, and get our catch to market. Yeah, we're making money. Right. You know. Now, is that worth you know getting into port thirty minutes earlier than you were? Maybe so, because if you mm-hmm. can get in before the other guy. You just made uh, a buck more pound per lobster. There you go. Yeah. Okay. Makes sense. All right. We got more coming up on this Memorial Day weekend edition of the World of Boating. Stay close. You're listening to the World of Boating Radio Network. Even Keatley wasn't ready for me or anything that followed. Chased by a police department led by his ex-girlfriend and hunted by brain-fork-wielding Fijian assassins, it's everything he can do to keep from getting locked up, killed, or worse. Kava Screw is available as an ebook for $2.99 at Amazon.com. Kava Screw. Put a brain fork in him. He's done. Hosting a radio show about scuba diving and boating is one of the best gigs on the planet. It's actually part of my job to check out and report on cool new products I personally use to enhance my diving and boating adventures. However, I do believe in sharing the joy, and this is why we've added Nanook protective hard cases to our list of products you can now purchase on the merchandise page at scubaradio.com. Nanook cases are designed to protect the most sensitive equipment in the harshest environments. Underwater photographers listen up from their high-impact NK resin to their exclusive power claw latches, Nanook has raised the bar for those of you that demand the best protection for your gear. Plus, Nanook protective cases cost less than similar products currently on the market. The company has been around for over 15 years, but it's new to the U.S., so we've made a small number of Nanook cases available exclusively for you at a special introductory price on the merchandise page at scubaradio.com. Go there now and check out Nanook, the evolution of protection. Traffic sucks, unless you're scuba diving with Mike Scott. Mike glanced down at his dive computer. It showed less than 50 PSI left in his tank. Probably just a few more breaths. Or riding shotgun in a thrilling car chase. One bullet hit the Jeep's windshield, spiderwebbing the passenger side. Mike shifted into second gear and felt the Jeep leap forward. This just got serious. Escape your commute with audiobooks from author Eric Douglas. Download to your phone. Go to booksbyeric.com or audible.com. You have successfully navigated the sea of commerce and now are clear to cruise with the world of boating. I do like the one. The radio show devoted exclusively to the boating lifestyle. The sun, the sea air, good friends. Brought to you by worldofboating.com, your internet portal for the boating enthusiast. I am the captain of this party. I'm Captain Jack. I'm captain of the ship. Ah! I'm also captain of anyone who sets foot on the ship. Hi, welcome aboard. In an office, when you are ranking people, manager is higher than captain. On a boat, who knows? It's nebulous. It's too late here at the World of Boating. Greg, your first mate, Captain Patrick. Navigating the latest boating news and information. All right, so I believe we have a couple more uh, stories to uh, wrap up this Memorial Day edition of the we big do. show. But I uh, wanted to start out with, not that you ever want to miss any broadcast 
or uh, if you're so fortunate to then pick up the podcast. But next weekend, we have an interview. Mm-hmm. I probably shouldn't. I probably shouldn't. Right? I'm going to jinx it. Yeah. Am I going to jinx it? You think? Yeah. Not but too that late. never too stopped late. you before. Yeah. Yeah. So this is an interview that uh, I've been hard at, at getting set up. Um, I think that the majority of our listeners are going to find it uh, hopefully very informative um, as it relates to uh, boating industry. And, and if he's not in North boats. Korea, we could have him right here <laughs> in the we, flesh. We could. Uh, so definitely make sure that you tune in um, as you should every every Saturday. It's going to be huge. It, it's going to be it's going to be pretty pretty neat if it comes yeah. off and it actually uh, unfolds the way yep. that we yep. hope. Um, to have this person on to talk about what's going on in this particular segment of the boat industry. Um, having said that, yep. Greg, yes. holiday weekend, right. traditionally the kickoff to the boating season, especially up in our cold weather states. What do you think here in Florida is being blamed for an increase in boating deaths and don't say dying, because if you do, I will come over there and beat you over the head with those sea monkeys. That would be a great uh, <laughs> response. Uh, I'm going to go with manatees. No. Oh, was that even in the top four? No. Five. And unfortunately, there's nobody else to go to. Oh. Um, alcohol. Oh, yeah. Well, it, that, yeah, of course. Hello. Um, yeah, but you didn't guess it. Well, I just figured that was it. I figured it was going to be something more, you know, novel. Um Boating accidents were up 14% uh, from 2016, 2017. Last year in Florida, there were 766 incidents uh, during which 67 people died as a result of those accidents. Uh, Estimate is 25 to 30% of the accidents are because of alcohol. So, listen, this weekend, any weekend, any time that you're out on the water, I know that it's a great time to go out and, and have fun and relax, but you have to do it safely. Um, and whether you're driving the boat or you have passengers on your boat, you are responsible for them, for their safety and well-being. It is up to you to control the amount of alcohol, if any, that is being uh, consumed so that everybody gets back safely and in one piece mm-hmm. um don't want to see anybody's trip out on the water end with a, a trip to the hospital or worse it, it is I, and i've seen too many of those um been witness to them um been involved with some recovery operations afterwards over the years it, it, it is not pleasant it is heartbreaking and it is needless uh, to have that happen so Save the alcohol for when you, you get back and everybody's safely uh, seated around a campfire. Or save you know. it, save it for back at the boat dock. Well, no, because I don't want you. People. I don't want you driving away from the boat dock. That's even worse. You're no, trailering no. I, this boat after you've already done everything. Then go back out to the boat dock and watch all the other uh, drunken slubs yeah. trying yeah. to pull their boat out of the water. That, that enjoy you, the show. That you could do. Yeah. Uh, Take an Uber home if you have to. <laughs> There was uh, this incident, you know, it's that time of year, uh, graduations and prom. So up in New Jersey, um, the Weehawken High School prom, uh, they had it on a boat on the Hudson River. And there is this um, 
<laughs> I, I'm going to say amazing uh, video that's posted on worldofboating.com and on the World of Boating Facebook page. And it shows the huge triple-decker um, party boat as it comes into dock and there's a smaller yacht yeah. in front of it. And it just plows right into the stern and pushes that boat all the way into the seawall going forward. Now, that is a prom party, my friends. That, that's one you're not going to forget. Well, it's not the prom. It was a graduation party, right? And I, I have not received word of, of what had happened. The only thing I could think of is that they had a, a steering failure, a, a failure in the controls. No, 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 no. One of the kids spiked the punch, <laughs> and the captain thought it was non-alcoholic. It goes back to your first point. But fortunately, nobody was uh, seriously injured. And um, speaking of that, also on World of Boating Facebook page and worldofboating.com, an article, He Who Dies With The Most Toys Wins. And here's the winner. Um, Now, the winner has died? No, the Motor Yacht Surrey is the winner. Uh, They've got a chopper. They've got a seaplane. They've got a 21-foot Mastercraft speedboat. They've got an onboard dive master. Uh, they've got a uh, 35-foot... No, hold on, hold on. Usually an onboard dive master is a person. Yeah. So that's that's one of this person's toys, is the dive master? That's what it says. Wow. Or I never take looked 30... at myself like that, but I am kind of a boy toy, uh, you know, in, in certain situations, because I'm a dive master, actually, instructor. Well, you got the hair for it. But this guy's live. He's still alive. He's still alive. But so, um, if you're acquiring it, more toys or or people, yeah, that's where the people with these mega yachts they get a support yacht to carry all their stuff. Nice. All right, that, that yacht like problems. That. Hashtag aspire to. All right. On that note, we'll end it till next time. Remember, whether it's sail or motor, life is better as a boater. Safe boating, everyone. World of Boating is brought to you by worldofboating.com, your internet portal for the boating enthusiast. Any of this getting through to you, son? World of Boating is a production of Overboard Entertainment Incorporated. Computer standing by. Remember, you can listen live or to archives of past shows worldwide over the internet at (gasps) worldofboating.com. Computers can do that? So tell a friend and come aboard every week for the World of Boating. This is so great. I can't wait. I'm getting goosebumps. Feel me. Feel me. The radio show devoted exclusively to the boating lifestyle. TTFN, ta-ta for now. The opinions you just heard on the world of boating are those of the hosts, callers, and guests. They are not necessarily those of any station or network, its management, or advertisers. What are you being such a weenie for? While on the water, your safety and the safety of many others depends on you. So boat smart and operate your vessel only after receiving the proper training and instruction for your area. There is a fine line between genius and madness. Have any questions or comments? Feel free to do so via the web at worldofboating.com.